Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Movie Rep or Rep with your co-host Elizabeth Zong and Andrea Shang. We want to give a huge shout out to Mr. Chase Masson for making this possible. Yes, we're very excited to be doing this. Elizabeth, is this your first podcast? Yes, it is. And what about you, Andrea? Is this your first too? Yep. Now, I know we're all probably bored in quarantine and miss going out with our friends to have fun, but... You know who really knew how to have some fun? That's right, the people of the 20s. Yeah, such a rebellious time period that pushed all social boundaries through over-the-top parties, excessive consumptive alcohol, and scandalous fashion. So, this is where we would usually remind our listeners of all the previous movies that we'd already watched. But since this is the first episode, we're going to go ahead and skip that segment. All right, enough suspense. The Great Gatsby. Let's talk about it. So this film was released in 2013 and was based on the novel The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald, which was written in 1925. But the actual plot takes place in 1922. Yes, we have our main actors, Mr. Gatsby, of course, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, Nick Carraway, played by Tobey Maguire, Daisy Buchanan by Carrie Mulligan, and Tom Buchanan by Joel Edgerton. And we can't forget about Jordan Baker, played by Elizabeth Debicki. And let me just say for the record that she looks exactly like Katy Perry. Okay, Elizabeth. So what were your general reactions to this film? Well, I have to say it was an excellent movie. And it definitely stays true to the book while also capturing the fun, intense, and wild aspects of the 1920s. Personally, for me, it was quite interesting to watch because, as most of the other juniors would know, we're currently reading the book in English class, and I had already developed somewhat of an opinion on most of the characters. One thing that really stood out to me was that the characters and actors were very similar to what I imagined them to be like in the book. Now, from our previous conversations about the movie, I know we both could go on about how selfless Gatsby is, but let's talk about our least favorite characters for a second. Even better, let's order them from worst to best. Oh, that's such a good idea. Okay, so I personally think Daisy was the worst character. I mean, after all that Gatsby did for her, he covered a murder, like she murdered someone, he took the blame, and then he died because of it, and she didn't even show up to his funeral. That's just bad character. I don't know if I can agree with you there. Although I definitely did not like Daisy at all, I thought she was very flaky, very indecisive, just overall an annoying character, but... In my opinion, I think that Tom, Tom definitely deserves this spot as the worst character in this movie. I mean, I see your point about Tom. Like, he's just, his, while Daisy was like, she was just like so flaky all the time. And I just hate her personality. Tom actually did some bad stuff, I guess. Yeah, he was definitely quite a bad person. Mm -hmm. The way that at the end of the movie, um, Mr. Wilson, Mr. Wilson accused Mr. Gatsby of having an, being with Myrtle, while it was very obvious that Tom was the one who was in an affair with Myrtle, but instead of clarifying this, Tom just let Mr. Wilson believe it because that would benefit him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And also, I guess you can say that, I mean, since Daisy did technically cheat on Tom, but Tom cheated on Daisy first. So <laughs> that's also there. But again, I don't know why. I feel like Daisy just 
like the fact that it was just she was basically choosing the side of whoever she was with at the time like when she was with Gatsby she just told Gatsby like oh I'm all yours and then when she was when she was with Tom she was like I'm all yours Tom she just couldn't decide and I think that is what makes me dislike her so much yeah she was definitely a coward in Mm -hmm. every single aspect yeah like she couldn't she couldn't take what she dealt so yeah but then again I think that some of her actions may have been justifiable because Mr. Gatsby did pressure pretty hard to do something that she clearly did not believe was true. Yeah, that's very, very true. But okay, enough about the Buchanans. Now, our third ranked character might be a little surprising to our listeners, but we both agree that Gatsby is actually deserving of the middle spot. Definitely. Just going off what we said about Gatsby's relationship with Daisy and him pushing her, he was overall quite a greedy character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the movie even, like, made him very mysterious in the beginning, and the audience just happened, like, we just have to be skeptical about him. And as the story revealed more and more about his backstory, I guess we grow to like him, which is why we give him the third spot. But there are some things that were revealed that are a little questionable. Yes, definitely. Like that part in the beginning of his backstory where they, uh, where they revealed that Gatsby never wanted to acknowledge his parents as his parents because they were poor. Exactly. That definitely left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm -hmm. Like, they're your parents after all. You can't just denounce them. And Mm -hmm. I understand that he was poor. And so obviously he would want to gain more wealth. But as he gained more and more money and got richer and richer, he just didn't stop there. He just kept asking for too much. And I think that's what led to his, his terrible relationship with Daisy. Definitely. Oh my god, wow, I can't speak English. Miscommunication between them. Mm -hmm. Which is definitely why I think Gatsby sits right in the middle. There were good aspects, but also many flaws to his character. Yes, I completely agree. Now, moving on to our second character, which might be slightly controversial. It's Jordan Baker. Well, Jordan Baker, I absolutely love the way that the actor portrayed her character. She was Mm -hmm. very mysterious, and everything about her just kind of draws you in. Yeah, and can I just say for the record again, Jordan Baker looks like Katy Perry. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, in all seriousness, I really like the vibe. Like, I think she's very mysterious, and that's kind of what draws you in. Like, you want to know more about her. And we do get some glimpses of her. Like, she's this golf player. She's different from the rest of the women from that time period. And because she's different, I think that's also one of her charms. That's some of her charms. Yes. One thing also is that for Gatsby and the Buchanan, there were clearly major flaws to their character. Whereas Jordan was more of a supporting side character, mm-hmm. which means that she didn't really do anything to make you actively dislike her. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess you could say she didn't get enough screen time for you to make any sort of judgment on her. But she, during her time on screen... It was all good for me, at least. Yeah, she definitely left a good impression with the viewers. Yes. And now, last but not least, our favorite character in the entire movie, it's Nick Carraway. Believe it or not, this was actually a very, very easy decision for us to make. Yeah, it was a mutual consensus. I think we both love Nick's character. He's just so adorable, you know? Yeah. He... Just gave some overall really happy-go-lucky vibes and energy. Yeah, 
and he was so innocent, you know, naive, innocent, kind of clueless, but you could tell he had, like, a good heart, you know? Yeah, everything he did was mostly with good intentions. The way that he supported Gatsby all the way to the end, organized his funeral, stood up Mm -hmm. for him when truly no one else did. Yeah, and I think one of the best, like, quality traits that he had was his loyalty. He was so loyal to Gatsby. Like, once he befriended him, he was loyal until the end. Yes, you can tell, like, even after Gatsby's death, he still just could not let the entire world live, knowing that he just couldn't live with himself, knowing that Gatsby died with a wrong impression. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I think Nick deserves the first place. Um, all right, enough about that. Let's take a short break. And we're back. And ready to discuss the message of the film. I think that we've really got to hand it to the director for portraying these characters so well. Yes. A yay for Baz Luhrmann, please. Yay! Oh, thank you. What kind of message do you think he was trying to get across? Well, let's think of the major themes here. This was obviously a love story, and love was definitely a theme that was portrayed in the 1920s. You know what they say about love, though. Love the desire more than the desired. Yes, I mean, Gatsby's obsession with wanting Daisy was more than his actual love for Daisy. And I guess it was slightly understandable, since he basically worked so hard for his entire life for Daisy. And it's hard to let go of something that you spend years chasing after. Yeah, I think that's actually one of the messages of the film, that it's not easy to leave behind the past. Yeah, I mean, when we look at Gatsby, he just was still caught up with the Daisy from five years ago, not the Daisy from the present. That was especially obvious in that one scene after Gatsby and Daisy were alone together where Gatsby says, she's just not the same anymore. She doesn't understand me anymore. Mm -hmm. And when Nick tried to convince him that it's not possible, he just, the only way to move is to move forward. Gatsby just couldn't accept it. Yeah, that one scene where he, where Nick tries to tell him, you have to move on. You can't live in the past forever. But Gatsby insists that of course he can live in the past. Of course he can live in the past. Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess that kind of hope was actually what led him to die in the end. Yeah, because he clung on to this almost unrealistic image of a relationship with Daisy from the past for too long. Right. And can we just talk about Nick for a second? He's literally recounting the entire story to his therapist. I think he's really the one who's unable to leave the past behind. Yeah, it's true that the entire premise of the story is that he can't bear the fact that Gatsby died with a bad reputation. Exactly. You know, I think this is a good place to pause. We'll be back in the next segment to talk about the historical accuracy. So fun. And we're back with an analysis about the historical accuracies of this film. Yeah, so I think right off the bat, we can talk about how the movie portrayed the promiscuous lifestyle of the 20s. Definitely. The whole flappers, cheating, alcohol, bobbed hair, all of it was very prominent in the film. Yeah, I think actually the hairstyle was very prominent. There were several flashbacks happening in the film, but in the present time, I guess you can call that in the film, Daisy has her hair cut short, but in a flashback to an earlier time, she actually has long hair. So you can see there's like um, a contrast between like, earlier times and the 1920s definitely another huge thing was the parties i 
the parties were actually shot beautifully and it was very interesting that's very similar to what I pictured a party from the 1920s to be like yeah exactly it's very wild like for instance when we take even that just that party that they had in the apartment where Tom took Nick to meet his mistress uh, Myrtle you know there was like like alcohol everywhere they were just like kissing it was like almost like an orgy kind of thing it was just very quiet yes another historical accuracy was the class division yeah definitely uh, you can definitely see it's split between you know the lower class so you get like the laborers then the growing middle class people like nick who have jobs at wall street and then you very clearly have upper class gatsby for instance and the buchanans mm-hmm Expanding on Nick, his workplace was in Wall Street, if I remember correctly. And another major thing that you could see was that the economy was clearly booming during the time. He was constantly busy at his job. It was a very wild place, so much going on because the economy was thriving. Yeah, exactly. And let's just talk about Gatsby for a second. Gatsby, who's this upper class man, who's the rags to riches, common man, just like epitome of the 1920s his entire life cycle reflects the growing stock market of the time and it just rose so quickly and then it couldn't maintain that upwards momentum and he just died and crashed because he got too greedy yeah exactly all right now it's time for what you've all been listening for andrea was the great gatsby a wreck or a wreck i have to say i definitely highly recommend this movie You heard it from Andrea. It's a wreck. Okay, I think this is it for this week's episode. We had so much fun recording our first podcast together. Tune in next week for another episode of Movie Wreck or Wreck with Elizabeth Song and Andrea Shane.